You You are are now now listening listening to The The Black Black Spark, Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this this crazy crazy world. world. I guarantee that I will spark the the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to The Black Spark. Welcome to The Black Spark. I'm your host, Nia. And I'm your host, Adai. How y'all doing? Yo. (laughs) This has been a nice week. Yay! Yes. It's been pleasant. Uh, Lots of work done. Yeah, I'm on a search committee. And so, it's awesome. Oh, it's always nice meeting new faces. Yeah. (laughs) Via Zoom. It's so weird. It's still so weird. The search committee has been awesome because I get to interview a bunch of people and it helps me in my own interview process thinking about all the stuff that I've done. And I'm like, I keep remembering how much (laughs) there's way too much that I have done to remember. So um, but it's good to see how other people are inspired by what we do in serving the human beings that we serve to help them get their educational levels up. But yeah, so that's part of it. Um, I'm glad the children went back to school, um, but it's it's a little bit of a juggling act. Uh, I love and appreciate my flexible work schedule, and um, but it's also draining. Yep. So I'm like parenting and working at different parts of the day. Yep. Um, and so it's a, I'm, I'm like going and going and going nonstop. I don't understand how people who don't have flexible work schedules do it. Most of the parents that I know have flexible work schedules, work from home, or some kind of combination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At least one uh, of the parents. Yeah. So I don't, I think I know one couple who both work outside of their home and they have to drop their daughters off early in the morning, like around 630, as soon as the school opens for early care. Early care. Wow. They drop them off at like 630 in the morning. They don't pick them up until six, six o'clock at uh-huh. night. I was going to say aftercare. Yep. <clears throat> and... I mean, you know, if you're that kid, you're like, hey, I get to hang out all day. But <laughs> but that's the that's, that's a, a rare, it's one. It's yeah. one couple that I know. And I also think that that is a California thing. Because in California, it seems like everybody has, so, even before the pandemic, people just had more flexible Yeah, and that's the thing. Schedules. Like, remember when we first moved here? We'd be trying to go somewhere every once in a while. Mm-hmm. We would be trying to do something in the middle of the day. And then we'd be yeah. like, yo, why, why are all these people, people on the out? road? <laughs> people are just out they're all just the time out. yeah they have their laptops they have their phone they're on the beach they're you know brunching and lunching they're yeah. in the mall whatever they just it used whatever. to it still trips me out yeah. people walking and looking all leisurely in the middle of the work day and i'd be mm-hmm. like rushing to get somewhere and back and i'm like <laughs> i only look like one of those leisurely people when i've actually taken the day off yeah yep. i don't i didn't yeah so you know even in thinking of moving i'm like what is this hustle bustle you mm. speak of i don't mm. <laughs> thinking a, about living and, and raising our children in new york city where we grew up it's like what how how and so shout out to all the single parents yes. because i don't know how you yes. do it and maintain i'm most of you probably aren't very sane actually but <laughs> i don't know how you maintain your sanity um shout out to folks with family who actually have um, you know, able to help non, to yeah, non-nuclear support, mm-hmm. uh, the natural way, the way yep. it's supposed to be. Yep. So more power to all the parents, y'all. Yeah. I don't have anything to add for this week, so you don't have to ask me how my week was. My week was... I was literally about to ask you, so how was your week, hon? <laughs> your week was... Eh, okay. It was fine. No, it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. 
we did have the opportunity to watch the Heart of the Fall. Oh my goodness, it was so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely check it out. It's on Netflix. It's pretty much an all-black cast. Yes. Star-studded. Star Idris studded. Elba. Regina Johnny. King. What's, this, what's Jonathan's last name? Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield. Who? Jonathan, the main character from um, from Lovecraft Country. I don't know. I just call him Tick. Just, <laughs> the whole time I was watching that. the thing, I was like, when's Tick gonna cry? Tick cry every single he episode. Went, you, you, and you know, it didn't it, it, Yeah, he mm-hmm. cried don't it in. Spoil he it. cried it in. He gonna, he gonna, he gonna oh. cry in the car. Um. <laughs> Yo, it was dope. It was dope. The music was amazing. I was excited to, to hear Jay-Z on the intro track and Kid Cudi was on it. Yeah, she was fire. And good. Lauren Hill? Lauren Hibbs was on it. Yeah. I I literally was just listening to the damn soundtrack right now. I spent a good 90 minutes with the children watching, like, interviews Mm -hmm. with the the cast. Nice. Some good stuff. Yo, the the director's amazing. This British dude, he's amazing. James, I forget his last name. Um, But, yeah, it's real good. James, (laughs) J-E-Y-M-E-S. Very interesting. Yo, and he just, they just flip, they flip the the Western um, genre on its head. Uh, They give it swag, as he says. So, go ahead and check it out, y'all. It's it's fine. Let's talk about them damn kids. Them damn kids. Let's talk about them damn kids. So, what's up with them kids, yo? Oh, well, them damn elders left this week. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I miss you, Mom. Yo. Adai's mom left this week. You know what she said to me? What? I'm in the airport with her. Mm-hmm. In line. And I said, Ma, so I guess you're going to have to do it via Zoom. And she says, what? I said, participate on the show. <laughs> she took, you know that, you know that look at you over uh-huh. the glasses. Over her glasses. She looked at me over the glasses. She said, "You think I got away with not being on the show this long, and I'm gonna do it from Panama? <laughs> what do you think? I've been hiding. I'm not getting on your show." <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we tried, y'all. We tried to get them damn elders on the show. Clearly. She was ducking and dodging. But she left this week and I tried to get her to take Sanai with her because Sanai Sanai has all the mouth of a third child and a little Mm. black girl rolled into one. Mm. Mm. She should be saying whatever she wants to say. So I told her, I said said to Adai's mom, I'm like, yo, you should just, um, you should take Sanai with you. She said, this little one is a bit much. She's going to get the best part of Abuela one day. (laughs) <laughs> and Sanai goes no I'm not and Abuela goes yes you are because you're too fresh and then Sanai goes I'm not fresh <laughs> and it was in that moment that I realized this girl just has not been spanked like because who is able to say that to their grandmother <laughs> like I'm not fresh I'm girl. not fresh <laughs> Mm. Yeah, so her mouth, she don't have no off. No, yo, it's crazy because the other, I was talking to Kyrie, disciplining him. We mm-hmm. be doing it in front of each, in front of each other children, and she stayed trying to intervene. Oh my gosh, ad lib. So I said something to Kyrie. He he said, "I'm sorry." We corrected it real quick. It wasn't no big thing. And then here comes Sanai, wanting to say the same thing that I said right after me. 
And I looked at her. I said, "You are not part of this conversation." Oh no! But I had overheard her. You were you were rep- not reprimanding Tatum, but kind of correcting her for mm-hmm. saying or doing something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and after you finished, said, "I goes." So did you learn your lesson? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's like, really. That ain't none of your business. Your business, yo. Oh my gosh, she 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 needs to go away. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, not away. (laughs) She needs. She needs. She needs. She needs some. She needs some training. Yeah, (laughs) get a clicker. (laughs) Right. I love. I love that she talks so much because her vocabulary is amazing. Mm -hmm, mm Mhm. I love it. So we in the car going to school the other day, and um, Fuji's comes on, right? My one of my favorite songs. And he goes, mm-hmm. and Tatum goes, oh, I love this song. I'm like, oh yeah. She goes, Poppy, is this the, is this the, is this the Find Me song? <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, uh, nobody talking about. It. And then so the chorus kicks in, and then she's like, yeah, I love this song. Poppy, is this the Hide and Seek song? And I was like, nobody. Oh my God, Tatum, it is. She talked. My whole life, I'm thinking, is ready or not? She talking about. Ready or not, here I come. Yep. And it never <laughs> dawned on me that that was the hide and seek song. <laughs> you can't hide. I'm going to find you. Yo, I've been listening to that song since like 1995. Yep. Uh, yeah, well, it's the hide and seek song from now on. It's the hide and seek song. <laughs> what? <laughs> it takes a child from 2000, whatever the hell old she is. <laughs> To realize that. I love it. Amazing. It's time for Ask a Die, where we read and answer a question from you, our listener family. Send your questions to it's the black spark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. We already know all of what Sanai thinks. <laughs> now it's time to ask a die. What he <laughs> thinks. <laughs> Well, this one, I guess, is it kind of ties into the Dim Dim Kids. What is your favorite part of parenting? Oh. Um, it's a tie between the hugs and kisses of little people Aww, and the joy that that brings. I got three of them, yo. They be just piling on me sometimes. I love it. <laughs> tie between that and the joy of my own growth. And that of watching my children grow. There are literally moments that I can tell I made a difference in this little human being's life. Mm-hmm. And there are moments where I certainly, <laughs> be it traumatically sometimes, they have made a difference <laughs> in mm-hmm. my life. Right? Yeah, I definitely felt that growth on my end this week. Mm. The growth that I've gotten blessed with in my own internal development Mm -hmm. is amazing and i told people this years ago i'm like yo parenting just gives you permission to access the superpowers that you didn't previously give yourself permission to use like you can find so many ways there's so much time if you ain't got no kids you got mad time (laughs) you got mad time i don't Mm -hmm. care what you're doing you have a lot of time on your hands and it's all available to you and you won't even understand that until you have a newborn and realize that shit is on a two-hour, every two-hour increment. Oh, my God. It is not cool. You you go from having all your free time to being like, wait. Wait, what? Every two hours I got to do something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like uh, I have, I have um, a, a much better um, use of my time 
these days mm-hmm. and I, sure. I'm far more cognizant mm-hmm. and clear on what I am and am not doing at every moment <laughs> of my waking day. So the clarity is awesome. And then watching these children, these little milestones, we do the power up when they get new skill sets and man, they show you, they show us they could do something and we keep, we keep moving the goalposts. I'm not going to lie. Of course, of course. But like they keep stepping it up and the random um, genius moments that they each have. I'm like, damn, you could do that. So now reading like a grown person. Sure is. Blazing through. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. She's like, I'm done with this chapter. And it's so interesting to see the differences in their learning styles. Like, Sanai, you know, the purpose of, they say the more you read, the better you can write, right? Because the more you read, the more you <laughs> You want to contradict that? You say she don't write, right? <laughs> no, she writes exceedingly well, mm. okay? Somebody else does not use their memory because mm. you have to be able to remember what you read mm-hmm. in order to be able to write well mm-hmm. that you need to be able to remember what you read in order to spell well the right? Comprehension, right yeah so like the if, attention yeah the only reason why i know how certain words are spelled is because i've read them mm-hmm. before because mm-hmm. they don't make any sense yeah, for them to be spelled english is, english is so weird <laughs> it don't make sense i know but that. yeah no so watching yeah watching their genius unfold is great and then for me, part of it is like breaking the generational curse of always spanking your kid. This week, mm. Kyrie took me there. Nothing super bad. It's just I realized in this moment, because he, he wasn't listening to his teacher. Mm. And you know, you an 80s kid. <laughs> you a latchkey kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You should be able to do things. You know, like if you don't listen to your teacher and your mom gets a call from the school. If your mama get a call from the school, it's that's your rap. ass. <laughs> Literally. That's your that's ass. Gross. <laughs> you know? And so that was my initial instinct, right? Because he wasn't listening to the teacher. And then I was like, Nia, why is your instinct to be violent to your child like (laughs) that's not necessarily gonna teach him the lesson what you glad what you know it's interesting i'm glad you said that because it is the revisiting of the same lesson over and over that gets frustrating um that Mm -hmm. aside that's the growth part i will say yep i will say i'm glad you said that because i'll be thinking sometimes it's just my scorpio brain or my y chromosome (laughs) that i like to break and smash things but i don't want to break and smash my children Mm -hmm. but the thoughts do come about (laughs) quite frequently and i'm like why do you turn to violence yeah i wasn't beaten like that as a child either right (laughs) so what is going on yeah where something happens and immediately it flashes red in my brain. And I'm, and I'm like, crush, smash, slap in the face. Yo, kick him. Yep. Like, you know, remember that remember that skit we saw on on, um, on IG where that woman was talking about the inside voice? I'm like, just throw the baby across the room and see what happens. You know, just veer, just veer to the side. Just yes, veer, exactly. Go into the divide. It'll be okay. You try it out. It'll be fine. Why? That, in, that yep. instinct, that death wish. Yeah. That violence drive is But it definitely there. takes me like a few minutes to go from he need to be popped to actually figuring out a lesson for him to learn and how to get him to learn that lesson. Oh, or yeah. her. Like it could be either any child, right? So that's the definite growth for me mm-hmm. is try is is breaking those things that I didn't like as a child that didn't necessarily teach me anything 
But it's also because I see so much of me in them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. They're, oh, I wonder if that's what it is. <laughs> well, that's I was where the gonna... violence comes from. Yeah, no, because for me, after I stopped getting popped, I don't care anything about your punishment at all. Would you say I can't go out for two weeks? Okay, that's fine. Really? Yeah, and so when I tell him I'm going to take your iPad away or you're not going to be able to go and do this, you can see him calculating in his head like, oh, it's just a couple of days. No no worries. Mm. Right? But then when I say you about to get popped, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like the only thing <laughs> that will get him to be remorseful. <laughs> so that's why that was hard. But I was like, no, nope, I'm still going to figure out a way. So I still did. So shout out to me. Shout out to you. <laughs> and- <laughs> Good, yeah. He snaps. didn't get popped. Yeah. Snaps, yeah. They ain't been, too, their children ain't been popped in a while. They, they're too old, too they're too old big. Now. So now the only one who's still eligible right now. <laughs> she, I feel like there's a, there's a spanking cutoff point. And for me, oh, yeah. I feel like it's age six, seven. I feel like there's a spanking cutoff point. I feel like just off GP, even if she don't do nothing wrong, Sanai should get popped. <laughs> she don't know what it's like to get spanked. You're so foolish. She don't know what it's like to have a little <laughs> naked booty. That's terrible. That's just terrible. <laughs> I'm joking. But yeah, to wrap this one up, I will say I'm glad you mentioned is what I see. It's the it's the me that I see in them mm-hmm. because that speaks that's we could do a whole nother episode on that. That speaks to the not just the self perception, but the things in me that I you know, the shadow work. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. shadow work that's necessary when when your child reflects your shadow. Mm-hmm. the response, the violence response mm-hmm. should be clearly observed as something, you need to work an opportunity yourself. to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's because that same violence is what we turn on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then it manifests in different ways. Overeating, undereating, depression, neglect of ourselves, all these different things, right? And so I love that you said that the violence piece, but also the self-reflection because yeah. they're in, they're, they're, they got our nature and our nurture. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to reflect <laughs> who we are being for them and who they are in their DNA. Yep. The growth opportunity is amazing as a result. Yep. Great question, huh? <laughs> Welcome to the Black Spark Speak. Oh, shit. That's simple science. Dropping knowledge. Life hacks and shit. Speaking of growth, uh, the job market is wide open. Uh, mm-hmm. So it would seem... There's a lot of there's a lot of vacancies. Mm-hmm. Now they might not all be calling back now, <laughs> but there's a lot of vacancies. And to that point, I will say, uh, are you a goal oriented person or are you a journey oriented person? I find myself when I'm looking at certain job job postings, I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh God, I don't want to do that. Yes, I'm qualified, but I don't want to do that. I'm getting older. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the next step. And you and I are both getting well. I'm getting older. <laughs> Sorry. Talk about worry about yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting older right now. And I mean, and I don't feel old, but I do know that some of the lifestyle required for some of these jobs is going to have me feeling stuck, stuck attitude, and I don't want none of that. So, are you a goal-oriented person or a journey-oriented person? I find myself. I was looking at job descriptions, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't do that. But then some of them, just the the, the the population I get to work with, the some of the some of the the philosophy and the vision behind some of these companies and um, institutions are exciting, and then I get excited about what growth I could have 
stepping into the roles that, that I'm applying for. I'm like, ooh, I could do this. Ooh, I could do that. I've always wanted to. I always wanted to tie that in mm-hmm. to my job, and so I'm seeing some stuff. It's like, oh hell yeah, I do it's, that. It's anyway. inspiring. It's inspiring, right? And so, those applications that don't inspire you, swipe left and keep <laughs> it moving. We are all in a place where the world has shifted, and it don't make no damn sense for you to do something that you don't want to do. I'm sorry, I'm going to jump in because I was listening to a a video on YouTube Mm. and it was this woman researcher. She was talking about how the burnout that we're feeling is coming specifically from overwork. It is not from raising families. It is not from um, your own personal Stuff that everyone has to do to take care of themselves, like going like food live. shopping or living. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your overwork, your burnout is sorry, your burnout is coming directly from overwork and how companies and the and society as a whole. You know, like when back in the day when we had when we created laws so that there was no more child labor. Mm-hmm. She's like, there needs to be new laws mm-hmm. <laughs> implemented around so around overwork, and right? Abuse. And abuse. Because what she's saying is like, you know, pe- people were in a swipe left, swipe right culture, right? Mm. So all of these businesses feel like if you get burned out, we just go and fire swipe you. On you. <laughs> and we're going to introduce someone else into this space and give them two to three years before they burn out. They're just working people to the bone. Mm-hmm. And so she was talking about how there has to be just a general societal epiphany <laughs> or mm. something to get not just not just employees, but businesses and the government as well on the same page with what is allowed and what is not allowed. It cannot be okay to work people, you know, 40, 50 hours a week in the office and then still be calling them and emailing them after hours hours, all that kind of stuff. Like, it's not okay. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that was a tangent just to say, yes, there are plenty of stuff, plenty of jobs out there, right? And some of your feelings of hopelessness, helplessness, boredom, tiredness it you just need to change the scenery you need a new mm-hmm. more exciting mm-hmm. situation that's going to help you and be the next step in your career growth so consider it yes yeah, so look for the inspiration know what your orientation is are you goal oriented or are you journey oriented and depending on the job you can allow yourself to flip the script and be like yo i am really ex- excited about this company's goals or i'm really excited about what i can do in fulfilling the roles and then don't be afraid to ask for what you actually want Mm, mm. from the job yeah let it be known you want you want 70 percent work from home say that you want you know twenty thousand dollars more say that like be honest with what you want to have and then because it's not just someone giving you a job it's a negotiation it's a negotiation it's you taking <laughs> on a new agreement mm-hmm. it's not them, them giving you a no. job allowing you to yes. join their company it's an agreement between two parties mm-hmm. i want to contribute my eight to 12 hours a day yep. in doing this job and fulfilling this role right and so i'm gonna be asking for a b c d e f and g right too exactly yeah. Yeah, but it's inspiring. Inspired I am. It's Nia's need to know. You want it. It's, it's, it's Nia's need to know. Ratchet random. It's Nia's need to know. Yes, it's my turn.
I don't know how much more they need to know. We just said a lot. <laughs> What's up? Well, we, we, they, whoever passed Biden's infrastructure bill. Oh, that's <laughs> We, they, whoever. <laughs> it had been infrastructure week every week during the Trump administration and no infrastructure ever happened. So mm. <laughs> mm. the fact that uh, they were able to pass something after all the him and the Han and the BS and it, the whole way government works needs to be revamped. This shit is old. It needs to keep up with the times and technology and stuff and it's not but anyway they got mm-hmm. it passed so mm-hmm. um so that was good a lot of people are particularly democrats we are very idealistic so a lot of people are very uninspired by biden and what he has not been able to accomplish like voting rights and george floyd justice and policing act and all that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. then you have mm-hmm. to you Yes, those things are super important, and that's the shit that he ran on, and that's the shit we do expect him to do. Mm-hmm. You're so, not black if you don't vote for me, right? <laughs> all that kind of shit. So, and 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 paying off student loans and all that kind of stuff. So we we get that, right? But then on the flip side, you do need to look at the stuff that they have been able to do. Mm. So we got out of Afghanistan, which we all been trying to get out of fucking these these From the beginning these forever wars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> We got some infrastructure done. It's not all that we wanted, but you never get all that you want when you're negotiating. So mm-hmm. that's a plus. People are upset because um, they're like, oh, we lost the governor's race. The Democrats lost the governor's right. race in Virginia, Virginia. blah, blah, yeah. blah. But it was a governor's race in both Virginia and New Jersey. And every off year, so that means the year that the president is not elected, right? Whatever party is in power loses those two states this time we actually won new jersey and really? we yeah and we lost virginia only by a little bit so people are being completely crazy and blaming all kinds of wokeness and black people i'm gonna get to wokeness later okay because that's a whole other situation but they doing all this blaming and it's like we if this was the Republicans, Republicans would be out there in a fucking parade talking about all the shit that they did that's amazing. Meanwhile, the Democrats are like, well, we didn't do this and we didn't get that and blah, blah, blah. So I'm just going to say, look to the positive, okay? <laughs> and keep pushing. <laughs> keep pushing for voting rights and, you know, justice and policing and all that stuff. This is only, It's only 10 months and he's only been in, in, mm. in charge for 10 months. I mean, you can't, can't expect him to change the world in 10 mm. months. That's all. Representative Josh Hawley says that feminism has turned men to pornography and video games. What? <laughs> you know, women having equal rights has made men uh, soy I mean, boys. And now all they want to do is imaginarily kill people and jerk off. That's all they want to do all day. They don't, they don't work. They complain. They, <laughs> they eat tofu. Like, I don't know. My, I understand exactly what he's saying. Do you? And why he's saying Tell me, tell us, enlighten us. it's just an excuse. (laughs) No, enlighten me. Well, no, because, so, if you think about them, what men, not, not naturally what we do, but how we are socialized, the social roles that we've taken on in the Western world in particular, Right, they are structured around inequality. The roles that are relegated to the bottom mm-hmm. make it so that those in the top can benefit from privileges. 
Got it's it. the whole bourgeoisie proletariat mm-hmm. situation, right? It's the if I decide to stand up, if the entire world decides to stand up against our particular systems, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then those a those air quotes in power mm-hmm. will lose their power. Right. And so, so subjugating women and putting them at roles and at the bottom mm-hmm. is, is what helps to is what has been is what how we have been socialized. Right, and it also defines masculinity. Right. I'm everything you're not. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not those things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're not this, because you're not out in the, in, in society having a job, mm-hmm. because you're not the breadwinner, mm-hmm. because you're not protecting or providing the home, mm-hmm. because you're not insert here. Mm-hmm. Now I can say I'm doing those things. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you decide that you want to grow mm-hmm. <laughs> and take on some of those roles, then if, you just give it up and start playing video games. Then I'm like, what do I do? And that's the, <laughs> that's the bitch assness right there. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying. <laughs> That's the, well, what do I do? Well, if you were secure in what you were doing, mm-hmm. then you would figure out how to do those things together. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so the excuse is where I was trying to come from the beginning. Yes. Is the excuse comes in, well, if men, if women are, are equal and allowed to be in the workforce, then what's a man supposed to do? Y'all could both be in the workforce. So you then this is right interesting because I'm, I'm about to hit y'all with something crazy, okay? This is interesting because it might not be the internet is mostly porn because everybody likes to watch people having sex, even though that might be the case. It's weird. But okay. it could be also because it's the place where men can continue to feel like they oh. are on oh. top that they are Literally. masculine <laughs> we are still subjugating women yeah yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and so if you're not if your wife is making more money than you if she's you know has a high power higher powered position than you if she's out there doing the quote unquote masculine things in society and you're relegated to video games and porn you could just choose porn because you feel it's like easier. That's still me being a man. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. also. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> and also, that's only part of the formula. It's, it's it's the whole divide and conquer thing. It's not men versus women. It's people have lost their own sense of autonomy and power and self-efficacy. Mm-hmm. Because the oppressive and coercive structures of our society are, in fact, holding us down. And forcing us to make decisions that we should not have to make. And so we're all grappling for power. And that's the crabs in the barrel situation. Where I'm going to fight my wife because I'm closest to her. And I don't feel confident enough to fight other people. Interesting. Right? I'm going to fight the person with whom I'm in an intimate relationship. Or I'm going to fight the people who... I'm going to blame feminism. When in fact, if we all had equal opportunity we wouldn't be fighting for limited access to resources. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because this planet is abundant. Well, I mean, Josh Hall is an asshole. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm saying, I know why he said that, but that's a bitch ass. If you allow yourself to think a little more deeply. Yes. Yeah, so. So drug addicts, particularly heroin addicts, want heroin back. Why did I know it was They heroin? want heroin back. There are lots of overdoses that... If it was just heroin, they would be in the thousands of year, thousands every year, which is bad. But now we're seeing almost 100,000 Americans die from overdoses um, and it's primarily from fentanyl. Mm. So drug users who've shifted from heroin to fentanyl are seeing their tolerances increase, right? So it's That's harder to business. switch back 
to heroin. It's harder to let that go, too. Mm-hmm. And fentanyl is shorter acting. It's like mm, it's like crack it's like heroin. Crack. <laughs> so they need more of it to avoid withdrawal. So they want to legalize heroin so that they can have it regulated so they're not overdosing and spending way too what much money on fentanyl. <laughs> the world are we living in? <laughs> There's a there's a lobby to help to legalize heroin so that they don't have to buy questionable. How about we just have some um, psilocybin treatment and everyone will be free from their addictions? And how about we legalize ayahuasca journeys and people will transform and move the hell on? But anyway, that's crazy. I never thought I would hear that. Legalize yeah. heroin. And I don't know how I feel about it. I need to think about that a little bit longer, but... I mean, I get why. It makes sense. People's dropping dead from fentanyl all the Mm -hmm. time now. This stuff is Mm -hmm. crazy. Mm -hmm. People dropping dead from all kinds of stuff. But that's wild. Speaking of people dropping dead from... Sorry, on to the ratchet. Wait, (laughs) the heroin lobby's not ratchet yet. That's just truth. Right. But now on to the ratchet. Okay. So, Travis Scott had Um. a... Festival, three-day festival was supposed to be. Mm. And on the first night, there was a whole to-do. Eight people died. Hundreds of people were injured. A number of people went to the hospital. And the crazy part about it is, I mean, people went into cardiac arrest and all kinds of stuff, passing out. And a lot of people were saying, oh, it's just because they were like, they were just rowdy. It was just a rowdy crowd rushing the stage, jumping over the security barricades. They just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the that. panty makes it so people don't know how to act, okay? Used to snake through <laughs> the little, the little, the little gates uh-huh. and they were just jumping over them shits. So, like, yeah, it was out of control. But the crazy part about it is one of the... I don't know if it was, I think it was a security guard that was there, got stuck in the yes. neck yes. with some random drug substance because yes. they had to revive, that person passed out and yes. they had to revive them with Narcan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, I saw the police um, do the, the press conference on it. So people are like, I wonder if that's what was happening at multiple places during the throughout the crowd and that's why people were saying stop the show, stop the show and that's why people started pushing mm. because the number of people who died they were young, this thing was between ages 14 to 27 14? 8 people, yes so they're wondering if those people if there was somebody or somebody's mm-hmm. sticking, people. sticking people in the crowd Entirely which is possible. crazy and then I was watching the news and they were like yo, we might have to start thinking about this as a possibility going forward as a thing like, not just people spiking your drink. Mm-hmm. Somebody could just be walking through sticking people with shit. Which is insane. Yo, I have I have so many words I can't even speak. That's ridiculous. That's scary. It's concerning. I mean, I, my conspiracy brain goes another place, too. But, like, that's wild. It's definitely, definitely wild. On another note, Jay-Z was uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was great. Yes. And he he gave proper dues to Dame. Yeah, to Dame Dash. Yeah. Jay-Z also joined Instagram for all of 24 hours last week. What? (laughs) He joined Instagram for one day and then deleted his account the next day. I thought he's been on. No, he ain't never been on. No. So he joined Instagram? Yep. Why? I don't know. We won't the world may never know he left. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Mm. 
<laughs> Yo, that's less that, that's the Packers. was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he has COVID. He lied back in August when they asked him had he been vaccinated. He said, yes, I've been immunized. I don't know what the fuck he meant by immunized. But uh, he recently, he, he apparently he was, he had received some sort of treatment that he was told immunized him against the virus. And <laughs> so after getting COVID last week and uh, not being able to play, he went on some podcast and said some crazy shit that he's in the crosshairs of the woke mob and that <laughs> he he's not some anti-vaxxer flat earther taking a shot there at Kyrie Irving mm. and saying that he's just a free thinker and that he has been talking to medical professionals and Joe Rogan. And so he's been taking ivermectin and monoclonal antibodies and all Uh that kind of stuff to help him through. Okay, so here's what I want to say for the send-off. White people stay stealing our shit. Uh And the most recent thing that they have stolen is woke. Quote, unquote, woke (laughs) and wokeness. Black people have slang. Black people have ways in which we speak amongst each other. White people get privy to it and then steal it and then change the whole fucking definition. Okay? Woke has always meant to black people, look for the white supremacy in this situation. Stay woke. Look for the white supremacy in this issue because it's always there. Mm -hmm. So keep your head on a swivel. Stay woke. Right? But now that white people have taken it over, woke means politically correct. When white people say, mm-hmm. you know, oh, it's it's we lost we lost the governorship in Virginia because of this woke culture and blah 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 saying things like Latinx, nobody talks like that and blah blah blah. It's like so you don't so wokeness to you means being politically correct, mm. right? You don't want to actually use people's pronouns. You don't want to actually use be understanding of people's cultures. Mm, speak and, to them respectfully. Right. And so that's under under the umbrella of woke. That's not woke. No. <laughs> that's that's just that's just growth. Mm-hmm. Woke means being empathetic <laughs> yes. to these white people. Because woke means, you know, Christopher Columbus didn't discover America and we shouldn't be um, doing the tomahawk chop. Right. Talking about you anti-Italian now because you don't want to celebrate right. Columbus. He was a murderer. And we shouldn't be doing the tomahawk chop. <laughs> <laughs> at right. the Braves game. Right. That's not woke. That's no. just being empathetic and respectful, respectful of other people's cultures. Yes. Woke means to these white people anything having to do with equality. Mm-hmm. They talking about defund the police as part of wokeness. No, that's not a part no. of wokeness. We're saying stop killing us. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's saying nothing to do with woke. <laughs> that's not don't woke. roll it into other things. It's I don't want to die by the person who right. claims to be protecting me. <laughs> and then a- Aaron Rodgers, who people have actually been calling Q Aaron. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's has terrible. said that he says he doesn't want to quote unquote acquiesce to some woke culture or some crazed group of individuals. And by woke culture and crazed group of individuals, I guess he means medical doctors and immunologists. Because <laughs> who else out there is saying if you're going to be huffing and puffing and tackling and shit? You need to. You probably should be protected and not <laughs> be spreading that on other people who are right there. Exactly. Like, wo- so now being woke is being a medical doctor? Mm. All medical doctors are woke now? Because we know what cells and no. shit do? Like, what are you Only talking about? The medical doctors who agree with, who disagree with him. Because a lot of these folks mm-hmm. are actually quoting other medical doctors. Mm-hmm. And this is a problem 
with the situation mm-hmm. where there are different sides of the argument and people get to choose who's right. What they feel they like stand. is right based on what mm-hmm. they want and mm-hmm. believe. Mm-hmm. So a- I, I, I'm not even going into that. I'm just mad at white people for stealing woke mm-hmm. and making it a catch all term for anything that they don't like. These you white people are lazy. Columbusing? Yes, they Columbus woke. Yeah, they, they Columbus yoga. They yes. Columbus wellness. They yes. Com- mm-hmm. They have taken over, and it, it is just a catch-all for anything Columbus hip-hop. that they don't like. And it reminded me of, of this episode. Columbus rock and roll. Columbus jazz. <laughs> Let's just say colonizers. Yes. The mindset, not all of the people of the but these air quotes, these race. these these people are lazy. They just don't want to change and anything that's like they think they think green energy and green that's woke now. It's woke now. It's it's hello. I don't. I want to be able to. Breathe. <laughs> I want the planet to survive. I want the planet to not destroy us. Yeah. Anyway, it made me think of this. Chef. What did you do when white people stole your culture? Oh, well, we black people just always try to stay out in front of them. How did you do that? Well, like without slang. Black people always used to say, I'm in the house instead of I'm here. But then white people all started to say in the house, so we switched it to into his house. His house became his his house, and then white folks started saying that, and we had to change it to his aid. Then into hizzle, which we had to change to hizzle for zizzle. And now because white people say hizzle for zizzle, we have to say flippity floppity flute. Oh my god! So now, I mean, instead of saying woke, oh, I'm just gonna say, say flippity floppity flip. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. <laughs> uh, hashtag flippity floppity flip. Spark it up! Spark it up, yo! Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five star review wherever you're listening.